Eye in the Sky, or the creator of An Eye in the Sky, George Matthew, Chief Executive Officer of Kespri. Did I say it correctly this yes, time? Yes, you did, Lisa. Good. Kespri, uh, which makes drones. Kespri is based in Menlo Park, California. And uh, the latest gig that you've gotten is Farmers Insurance has tapped you and your drones to go into Texas and survey some of the damage from Hurricane Harvey uh, so that they don't have to go in so that they could expedite claims and really get a better sense of the specific uh, damage. So can you give us a sense, is this the first time you've ever worked with an insurance company for this type of uh, catastrophe? And uh, how is this sort of uh, going to be part of your business going forward? First of all, Lisa, thanks for having me on air. And our hearts really go out to everyone who's been deeply impacted by all the damage that's occurred around Harvey, both in the Houston area as well as in Corpus Christi. In regards to farmers and specifically other insurance carriers that are now working with Caspri, they are largely looking at the use of drones to enable the entire recovery effort that goes on, subsequent to, of course, the rescue efforts that are a bit underway for the last several days. As we go into this recovery phase, there's going to be weeks and months of work to do to understand the level and extent of damage occurring both from a flooding standpoint as well as from a wind perspective. And so that damage can be now more naturally assessed without having someone to manually climb a roof, for instance. And you can fly a drone directly overhead and look at the level and extent of the damage that's possible to improve the entire claims processing effort on behalf of the policyholder. So how many drones do you have right now flying over uh, Houston and Corpus Christi? So today, we don't have any flying as of this moment, mainly because there is a TFR in place, which is a temporary flight restriction. That will be lifted later on this evening and going into tomorrow. At that point, we'll have tens of drones uh, in air just on behalf of our customers that are the PNC carriers. There'll be quite a few more as the independent adjusters, the roofers, are all getting scaled up in terms of that entire effort from a recovery standpoint. And so we expect to have you know, 20, 25 drones minimum in air across all of our customers that we're serving. The whole idea is that we can really make that entire process for claims processing occur literally in hours, as opposed to the weeks it takes when you have to manually do it without a drone. Is this the first major natural disaster in the U.S. where drones have been intimately connected in the recovery process? At this point, Lisa, it is one of the largest recovery efforts where drones have been used at this scale. Previous years, there's been a lot of piloting going on and a lot of early assessments where their drones can be useful. The farmer CEO himself got on air just a few days ago and reiterated that a drone assisting the adjuster can literally now process a claim to the point of an adjuster covering as much as three houses per hour. The standard process without a drone is three houses per day. So the level of productivity is now unprecedented that we can now scale out in hurricane-impacted areas like Houston and Corpus Christi. Who used to be employed to do that, to assess the houses? So the BD is, it's the same adjuster, right? In, in terms of who the folks are that were employed, it was either an employee of the property and casualty insurance carrier, or it was independent adjusters. And it's still those same individuals that are working on the claims process. 
the work that they're actually doing no longer requires a manual climbing up the roof, taking a small 10 by 10 measurement, and then extrapolating what their damage on the roof is. In this case, the drone can fly overhead in five minutes versus the hours it would take to manually climb a roof. And so those same individuals can get more work done and be more productive in terms of the claims processing experience. Is there like an FAA for drones? Uh, it, well, it turns out it is the FAA. Okay. Well, there you go. So, so, <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so great but question. They, but they regulate every single they do. drone. The FAA regulates all aircrafts across the entire airspace. And as of August of 2016, there is a regulatory framework that's in place for drones. It basically says that drones can commercially fly under the ruling of Part 107, which is the FAA Part 107, says that drones have to be below 400 feet of airspace, that drones have to remain within visual line of sight, and someone has to take the Part 107 exam, which is similar to a written portion of a driver's exam that you have to pass to be able to commercially fly a drone. So when you're under the framework that the FAA provides for Part 107, it is now legal to commercially fly drones in the United States. Real quick, what are you doing when there isn't a hurricane? What are so, all these drones doing? Yeah, great question. So more broadly, Kespri has been working with mining aggregates companies and measuring the volumetric stockpiles of how much material you have from an inventory management standpoint. We've been actually doing a lot of earthworks projects where we enable the topology of an earthworks site to be understood to get the leveling and grading right. We're starting to expand into the energy space. So we really focus on the future of industrial work okay. and to deliver an aerial intelligence platform that really supports those users. George Matthews, uh, Matthew, excuse me, Chief Executive Officer at Kespri uh, about drones.